The following is a KTBR KPSN special presentation. When the world cried out in agony of the horrors of the evil Lord Blandish culture, three men came from a distant land to defend them with their thumbs of fire. Separately, these warriors are known as Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. But when evil threatens, they raise their hands to the sky and summon the fire to become the Thumbs of Fury. Are you ready? It's Thumb Time. Yeah. Thumbs of Fury 24. Hey, hey, hey. What yeah, we're is up? 24? Already at 24. I'm ready to pot, babe. Let's go and blow this show up. Let's it's go ahead. Longer than I a week think the first time. Multiple people have told us on Twitter that we're not allowed to pot fade now that homosexual's gone. And well, they can go f- themselves. <laughs> God. Oh, mark that. How about how about fans? Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. I mean, they can do that if they're missing a rib. <laughs> Great. Thanks for the bleep out in the middle of the music. <laughs> you like that? You said you like the bleep outs. <laughs> not in the middle of music. It's too obvious. Well, is it? I mean, or is it perfect? No. I think it's perfect. So, on the show today, uh, we've actually got an extra lengthy edition, a Lexington, Lexington Steel edition, if you may, or you will, or you shall, or could be interesting. Whatever you measure things yeah, in. Could. Hell, yeah, if you measure them in Lexington Steel <laughs> tape measures. And who doesn't? Then this one is the show for you. So, we got a little Muppets action off the top. And, got a new uh, segment. We got a new segment. Brand new in segment. In the second segment. Called the uh, well, we'll announce it when we get there. We'll get it. We'll get to that when we arrive, and uh, and then we'll arrive. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> when we get to it, we will arrive. Arrive there, and then after that, uh, we've got a little uh, justified House of Cards and Walking Dead talk as usual. The old standbys. The old standbys. Uh, first, if you want to subscribe to the show, go to thumbsoffury.com. There's links there to subscribe to the show, or you can find us on iTunes. And if you are uh, in iTunes, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review, we'd really appreciate that. We really would. You can call us 469-665-9827 or email us at, uh, strangely enough, breakroomshow at gmail.com. Plus one. Uh, and find us at facebook.com slash breakroomshow, because this is K-T-B-R. a... KTBR! This is the, uh... This is the sister show, or yeah, the, the, the little show underneath the I, other show. I, I think know. it's the somewhat... Is it the sister, or is it like the little little I, kid or something? I think it's I don't the, know. Mu- the mutant twin. That's what it is. Of breakroom. The mutant, uh, I was almost cussing again, I... So unused to the show. For some I know reason. you're just uh, pigs dying it up over just here. Ready for the foul mouth. We are never going to get on iHeartRadio at this point. That's true. You can hear all that foulness over at uh, the break room <laughs> or at Pop Syndicate. That's right. Popsyndicate.com or popsyndicate.net for all your Jeep needs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the other side, here we go with Muppets Most Wanted. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy than Thumbs of Fury. Hey kids, it's me, F-13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God, it's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. 
Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash Cinema Diabolica. The world's greatest criminal has stolen the greatest treasures, escaped the greatest prisons, and he bears a strong resemblance to someone you know. It's not easy being mean. <laughs> It's Constantine, the world's most dangerous frog. Check this out! Ah! Oh, look, it's Kermit. Ah! Ah! What did you do with Kermit? There must be some mistake. I'm Kermit the Frog. I'm not Constantine. You're going to be here a while. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here. I am Kermit, and now you guys have all the freedom you want. What? When do I do the indoor running of the bulls? I can't watch. Dominic, international tour manager. Dominic, bad guy? Bad G. It's French. My name will go down in history as greatest thief of all time. You mean our names, right? Of course. My name first. Then space bar, space bar, space bar, your name. Hit it, boys. This spring. Do you guys think that Kermit's been acting a little weird lately? That's ridiculous. He's never been more caring or devoted to me. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Ricky Gervais, Ty Burrell, and Tina Fey. This is my cow. It is illegal now for its massive size. Plus, so many Hollywood stars, it'll leave you wanting more. Yeah, no more. (laughs) Waka waka. There's only one guy in this world who can save us. Only one frog who can restore order. Let's get out of here. Bring justice and set things right. You are talking about Kermit, right? CIA. Interpol. This is my travel badge. Here's my real badge. You must have been looking at the wrong badge. You were saying... Most wanted. I am not Constantine. Lights out! Turn them back on. I can't see anything. You'll have to wait till I'm, like, out of the hallway. Everybody's feeling all right. So I'm this not. is, uh, as they mentioned in the movie, what, the ninth sequel to the original <laughs> something or something like, like that? that? I think but, it was seventh, maybe, but whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, it was seventh. Yeah, seventh. Okay. So, but it's the direct sequel to the last Muppets film, which was directed by the, uh, James Tobin and written by uh, Jason Siegel and Nicholas Stoller. Now, this one the was... The great team behind uh, Sarah Marshall, as I recall. Yes. Yes, exactly right. Yes, they were. Now, Jason Siegel has been subtracted from this equation, and uh, James Bobin... By his Bobin choice, was, correct. By his choice. He thought he had kind of made put his stamp on the film, and on the, or on the franchise, and he was, didn't want to did. try to follow up on that. Which, good for him, for taking a stand. But... Bad for this movie. Bad for this movie, and the franchise. I think he was sorely missed. Oh, big time. Um, <laughs> you know, not, not a bad movie. What's going on over there? I don't know. In the ghetto... What the hell is it? What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. Go ahead. Is it your stories? I closed them. Go ahead. Your stories. Dustin's over there watching soap operas. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to do a show. Leave me alone. I'm watching my stories. (laughs) Dr. Drake Ramore. (laughs) Waka waka. Nice friends reference. Uh, Yeah. So anyways, uh, he was definitely missed in this story. I feel like... You know, you could definitely see some moments of greatness oh, in wow. this film. Some definitely, you sure. know, laugh out loud moments. Sure. 
A uh, lot of which were in that trailer. Good lord. <laughs> a lot of them were. A lot of but them were. Overall, it did not feel nearly as cohesive as the last movie. It felt like, uh, to me, it, the first half was pretty good, but then it just kind of went nowhere. It started off, I mean, they set it up really good, but then the payoff was just kind of, nah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was okay, but it just, I don't know. I, I don't even know if, like, kids would be that super entertained by this movie, to be it's honest with you. Too long. Yeah, too I think, long I think it went way too long, and then even, the, like, the kids' bits were kind of like, there wasn't a whole lot. I don't know. I mean, are kids going to be really find it funny to see... Uh, Half of the flight of the Concords and a, you know Ray Liotta and people singing in prison maybe a little bit maybe, Ray Liotta but, and Danny Trejo but yeah it's like uh, I don't know it, it, even the bits that they did for the kids it was kind of like man I thought some of the funnier parts of this were like the little little things they did with the little guest cameos like mm. when they had uh, Sean Combs on there like come on Diddy Daddy and you know just like random yeah. stuff like that I thought was kind of funny well um, and yeah and the uh, the guy who was won't mention who it is when we're in surprise the guy at the end that was trapped in the metal box. Did you guys? Yeah. Did you guys catch who that was? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to ruin. That. I don't want to say who it is, but that was funny. No, what reveal. moment you're referring to right now? You know, the guy that was always singing in the box, and then uh, he was in the oh, I knew who it was Tina immediately. He was in yeah. the last one. I didn't realize. Was he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you were such a fan of his. Oh, he was in the last one. He's a big fan of his. You have, you have all his albums. Big don't you? fan. I just knew immediately who it was. It's he's pretty easy. Of that he's got right a pretty there. distinctive voice. Does he? Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. I don't know why that was necessary. But. The songs in the first half are definitely better, for sure. Um, the but the overall the number one and number overall. two with Ricky Gervais and the mm-hmm. uh, that, that was a funny song. That, that was a funny song, and but later on they felt like really forced. I, I think I can't yeah. remember who said that. One of you guys said that. Probably they both felt did. they felt really forced in, like yeah. they were just trying to make the sound make like, the soundtrack. Yes. We work. have to have a longer soundtrack because you have to. Well, you have to have if it's Muppets, you have to have songs, right? And that's the thing, it, and. We know people who didn't like the last one for some reason, but yeah. uh, it it was so good, and the well, songs were so oh, good. The last film, yes, yeah. the last film. Yeah, the weirdest really, part it's about so that hard to compare the two because it wasn't anywhere near as good. Brett McKenzie did the songs for both mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. yeah, the guy from Flight of the Concords, and uh, Jermaine was actually the one who was in this movie. Yeah, in prison. So it's just interesting that, and they're usually hilarious. You know, being a big at least yeah. I know you and I they are big Flight of the Concord They weren't bad. Fans. You just can't. And, and considering yeah. this is what eighteen twenty months or whatever after yeah. the last one, right. it's hard to compare, or it's hard, it's just hard. It feels the the whole movie felt rushed. Well, it makes yes, like they that, were trying to capitalize off of the success yes. of the last. You're one. you're completely right on that. Um, before we move forward on the the thing about Brett McKenzie, I wonder if it's suffering somewhat from what Flight of the Concords did in that. You know, they quit after two seasons because they felt rushed between seasons to write all these songs. And he had to write so many again so fast. Yeah, and yeah. I wonder if it's the same thing. Like, he's could. feeling rushed and he needs more time to stretch his legs. It could be. I mean, it takes oh, a... They, he writes, obviously, he's a good songwriter, there's no doubt. But right. I think maybe he needed another six months because... Or maybe they needed more time to flesh out the script and get a few more revisions, or perhaps, They waited a few years in between albums since the show yeah. was gone. They just barely came out with another one. It's been like three or four years. Yeah. I don't uh, know. To make a really good comedy album like that that's smart and everything, I think it does take some time. And that's yeah, probably, it does. I, I don't think that's any different for a kid's movie mm-hmm. that you have to make smart songs for also. I, I do wonder. I feel like maybe if Jason Segel didn't want to appear in this movie, that's fine. But I wish he would have come back mm-hmm. and at least written written half of it because yeah. him and Stoller obviously work really well together in sure. gags and overall storyline. I did like the... Uh Absolutely, look nothing alike. Uh, back of Jason Segel and Amy Adams at the very yeah, beginning of the movie. Right, like you couldn't even f- find people that looked like them from the back. <laughs> it's basically like it's pretty funny. Peter Dinklage and uh, Big Bird. Might as well have done them. Yeah. Well, maybe not, but 
of Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite that bad, but uh, yeah, not uh, not not my favorite uh, Muppets film for sure. Um, and, uh, probably one of the lower, not even close ranked ones. For me. It's, it's probably like close to Muppets Treasure Island or Muppets in Space or something. It's maybe yeah, a little maybe bit a little better those, than those. But I really don't know the Muppets that well to rank them all. To be honest with you, the well, original classic. Go back and watch them all. The original classic movies are obviously Muppets better. and Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah, they're obviously better. than I this. think Manhattan's still my favorite, followed by the last one, then the Muppets, then I don't know. Yeah, Christmas well, the Carol. Original Muppets is yeah. just classic. Christmas Carol's down in yeah. there is up there. Yeah, I mean it's original Rainbow Connection and the original Road Trip yeah. and all that stuff. And the yeah, first yeah. One. But um, that was the first two. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, uh, but yeah, wow. it's. It's definitely a lower tier Muppets film, which sucks. But I'm glad that uh, at least the Muppets have felt legs again right. to walk. It had on. moments. Ricky Gervais was underused, also. In my I opinion. think like so he, too. He was in it kind mm-hmm. of a lot, but what he did was just kind of straight. The for funny, the most part. yeah, yeah, it really was. The funniest part of the entire thing was the costume he's wearing at the very end when yeah. they walk in on. Like, right. Yeah, he's so much funnier than that. Come yeah, on. He is. So my uh, then a generic bit, visual bit that anybody yeah. could have done. A friend of ours, Micah, said he actually liked this one better than the last one, and. I, and obviously, Javi and Angela had yeah, real distraction. Hated them. Hated them both. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, they the, hated both of them. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the difference between these, this one, and the last one, is that the this one was less centered on human characters than it was the Muppets, and I feel like the last one was more. It was almost half and half because you had the Jason Segel and Amy Adams storyline, and then the uh, the new Muppet guy for Walter. His name. Walter. Yeah. Plus it was they, almost half and half, but this one is like. The the human usually in a Muppets movie the humans are an accessory much like this one and the last right. one it was almost equally balanced. Well, plus last time they were rebooting it for the first time in like yeah. twenty years or yeah. something, so they, they needed to do kind of a transition. And really, Walter was useless in this movie too. He didn't really yeah, he barely didn't in it at all. Actually, yeah. the last one he was the voice of the new viewer, the kid, yeah. and I understood right. that. But sure. like this one, he doesn't have a unique thing like all the other Muppets. He's just little boy in a cardigan. It right. actually so, even begins. With the like the end of the last one with him whistling, yeah. which was his thing at the end. Yeah, and that's not, and even not he didn't all. even whistle in the entire or movie. do anything else. He was just yeah, really. puppet. He in made a, a couple of comments, yeah. like you heard him in the commercial. What you doing, Kermit? Yeah, I mean that revelation was probably his biggest moment mm-hmm. in the entire movie. Yeah, it was for establishing such a big character. They really wasted him. So, do you guys really prefer whistling? Do you, do you prefer the? That the humans are an accessory that they have their half the story. It's okay line. either way, really. Yeah, I guess it. Really I mean, depends. if it's a good story, because the humans were an accessory in the yeah. early ones, and that's, they're yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on the writing. Yeah. yeah, it all comes down to that. I think that's why Micah likes the this one more is because it feels more like an old Jim Henson film, right? And, and that the humans are accessories. I think that's. I'm guessing but I haven't talked about is it. Not near as good as an old Jim the, Henson film, but the quality's film. not. It's not filmed at all like a like a Jim Henson film. Yeah, it's um, not. It's missing a lot of the texture that he laid in however he did that i don't know but anyways uh you know i gotta give this one two thumbs sideways firmly sideways i agree hands I'd down probably give it one sideways and one down because i kind of had high expectations Ooh. after the other one i did two so that's made me even more disappointed in it hmm. i had higher expectations after the last one and i generally like ricky gervais so those two things together made he, me think i was gonna have has he ever had a good film good. though ricky gervais has he had a good film yeah uh, of the ones he's done, I don't know. I'd have to go back and, and think about it. The lying movie was not good. It was okay. Lying, uh, definitely disappointed. I liked that one. Okay, yeah. it was I, okay. I didn't it was like better it. than this. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to go back and see it. I like the invention of lying. Okay, it wasn't great, but I liked yeah. it. Like I didn't feel like just, it was a waste of my time. Okay. I just feel like he's never lived up in his films that he has. What well, he's his done TV, on TV is greatness all but, the time. Yeah, so. 
True. And his stand-up is usually greatness. Yeah. All right. Well, not a, not a rousing review there from us on Muppets Most Wanted. Not really. You and can it, wait to see it till it comes out on Blu-ray. I would say, yeah. I would say wait for wait to watch it at home. Yeah, for sure. And uh, if you have a, an opinion on that, call us 469-665-9827. Don't forget the plus one. <laughs> you are listening to Thumbs If You Rate. Does your thumb earn with opinions? Call and share them at 469-665-9827. Pop Syndicate is looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. Popsyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. Cinema has been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-minute movie podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Well, that rousing intro means we have a brand new segment here on Thumbs of Fury. Should be interesting. One that yeah, uh, has a sister establishment uh, that we're does still it? working on constructing the over the break room. Does it? Yeah, it does. I don't know about this. Well, this is the sister establishment of oh, that right. one. Yeah, this is a new foundation we're laying here. Uh, we have, uh, you know... Just give us the comment. Erected the other facility over in the break room lands. <laughs> the Double Dead Hall of Fame. This ah. is the new Double Flame Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Oh, it's Double a sister to Hall that. Okay. Yes. That's like a sad Hall of Fame. This is like a fun Hall of Fame. Right. They're, but they're right next so door. it's a little different. <laughs> yeah. They're, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yes, this is a you, positive Hall of Fame. Absolutely. When you exit the back of the Double it, Dead Hall of Fame, you go like to the Double Flame Hall of Fame. Double Dead isn't a a good one, but I mean... It's, but you're dead in that one. You are dead. So This one, these people can be alive. Well, if you're a tourist, you're not dead. A little bit of a well, negative connotation to it. So. If you just look at the Hall of Fame, yeah, I guess that's true. All right. If you just enter through the OxyClean... Billy at the uh, OxyClean tub, or the uh, Britney doors, right at the under the OxyClean tub of the Billy Mays Double Dead Morning Hall of Fame. Sure. Then uh, <laughs> you, once you come out of the back of that, uh, you get uh, farted out. Then you enter. You go to the side door of the <clears throat> Double Flame Hall of Fame. Oh, when you fart out of the other one, it right. comes to this. Okay. Yes, it's like it used to be the gravel pit, but you now slide you into the uh, Christina Aguilera front doors ah, or something. Okay. Some, some other no, pop star. The, the Just, Justin Bieber back door. The Skater Boy Hall oh of Fame. Oh my gosh, let's not do that at all. <laughs> yeah, the Skater Boy Hall of Fame. <laughs> so we came up with this idea a couple weeks ago. Right. Uh, we were talking about basically one of our... I thought we came out with it like a long time ago, but we never really well, was, decided to put it together. It's been a while, I guess. Yeah, it's been... We kept putting it off. We don't have to open the curtain all the way. I can just say it was recent. Let's just rip it down. That's, well, there's no curtain here. So... <laughs> 
kind of give an idea of the rules here. <laughs> we, we basically wanted to come up with eventually our the three of us in agreement the top one hundred movies of all time. It's our agreements Hall of Fame. Pretty much, right. that's what it is, and we call it Double no. Flame because of the the rating system we already have. In, uh, you know that we use here. No. Being that essentially a movie, once we review it, uh, has to meet the everyone has double flames, double flame thumbs up, uh, in order for it to go into the Hall of Fame. So every once in a while, once a month or so, I guess we're I talking think about doing. I for is once a month. Yeah. Is this a comment? We'll go back and watch a movie that one of us, you know, offers at the altar the for altar. Hall of Fameness. The yeah. Hall of Fameness. Yeah. We haven't so, uh, we haven't decided on the rotation yet, but. Uh, we got that on DVD. Yet. I think it'll be pretty easy to fill this thing up. Maybe. Oh yeah. I think so. I think maybe. So. That would not be easy. I the, might be submitting. The question uh, is, will will point. any of us submit things that we know darn well that the other two are not going to vote in? Uh, I think it's uh, your job to not make it easy. That's true. Sure. Fair enough. Just your job, not our job. I feel like yeah. that one of the things I was thinking about outside of the show was I feel like there's going to be vendettas going on. Like, <laughs> okay, if I bring forth this movie, for instance, and then one of you does not double flame it, then I'll be like, well, that's going to be one that I'm going to be like, <laughs> nope, it doesn't. It's not better. It's not better than the one I brought last time. So no way. Even if it's your favorite, it's going to be super I'm not, easy. I'm just I, not, know. I don't. I'm just nah. saying. Like, and I'm I'm not going to be the only one that thinks that because you two are going to think that like too. If you don't, like if you don't well, if if such and such isn't in there that I submitted, then there's no way this movie well, can be in there. If you don't give two flames up to the wizard, sir, I'm you going. Can't I will pull. thumb down the cutting edge. Your favorite film, okay? <laughs> or Electra, Electra <laughs> out or Taxi. The worst part about that is having to watch it. <laughs> the cutting edge. That's amazing. That would be awful. I can't part. believe you could you just come come off the. That's off the tip of your tongue. The cutting edge. It's just his go-to awful movie. It's sitting on <laughs> a DVD shelf right next to Taxi and Electra. So, anyway, so with that, there's only three uh, Blu-rays. <laughs> He's got all the all the various director's cuts and special editions. Exactly. So, Fills up a whole shelf. But oh it's my only three gosh. Movies. So with that in mind, here's our first submission. Part of the plan. Come on, hit me! 
face. What movie was that? I don't know. I'm not really familiar. That is a, Let's get out of here. Never seen it. That is a movie called The Dark Knight, Dustin. Oh, okay. Came the out feature in character we should know. 2008? What'd you say? What'd you say? So does that feature a character we should know? I mean, a couple, really. God. That's how funny your joke was. <laughs> no, it was the Joker. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Man, that's a really bad Joker. That sounds better. Closer to the original. Sounds like the Jack Nicholson uh, laugh bag thing that was found on him or whatever. The end. Okay. We get there's laughter. Angela Kinsey would make a terrible Joker. <laughs> she would. <laughs> so there's no really real reason for us to like depict the storyline in the Go movie. Go and recap. Right? Let's, I mean, let's everybody's recap the seen thing. it. Recap the whole point trilogy. So there's a Joker in it, and then well, the whole trilogy. <laughs> Excellent summary. There's a Joker in it. <laughs> I mean, it, everybody's seen it, but I mean, this is the according the big, to the box the big office. Return most of, everybody has seen it. Sure. Yeah, it made, the, yeah, no kidding. It cost 185 million to make, and it made over one billion dollars worldwide. 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 No, that was just in Texas. Well, it's it was just in the break I think room it was tower. Somewhere just north, just south of six hundred million in the U.S. Oh, yeah, this is just for the the Wikipedia so, yeah. says one billion. Pretty good, pretty good investment. Wouldn't you say? I would say pretty that's a pretty investment. good back end uh, deal there that's going on for all the people and stuff and the directors, the actors. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great backside deal. <laughs> that's right. So you know, this was the big screen return of the Joker for the first time since uh, well, not including animated movies, the first time since 1988's Batman. With uh, Jack Nicholson. Former golfer. But are you serious? Jack, that's Nicholas. <laughs> Former actor. Okay. Current actor, isn't he? Anyway, Jack yeah, still, still current as far as we know. Yeah. Uh, he didn't retire like I don't think everybody so. else lately. Mm. Anyway, uh, Return of the Joker, played by, obviously, Heath Ledger. Obviously. Um, obviously. It's really hard. Um, it, was, oh, yeah. it was hard to... <laughs> <laughs> It's easy for me to pick this one because it's one of my absolute favorite movies ever. Uh, that trailer right there, I think it was the first one they released, but I just remember thinking at the time, greatest trailer ever released ever. And then uh, even at watching it now, I still get goosebumps because it's, it's just this really This may not awesome. be the greatest topic ever. I say to myself. <laughs> really weird. As I'm talking about one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. Let's get let's get a little serious, Mark. All so right, bring it on down. Go you, for it. Yeah, take it down a notch. Yeah, I, I think everybody loved this movie. That especially enjoyed you know the old Batman franchise. Sure. It was so great to see it get rebooted with somebody quality like well, Chris Nolan, and, and then have it, a it's quality saying, actor like you know. Right. It's worth saying that this is the sophomore sure. movie. This is the second movie in the trilogy. Right. So they'd established a whole heck of a lot of new things in the original. Begins was great, but the great thing about the second movie always in these franchises is that you can get right into it. Sure. Yeah. You don't have you to don't have the have origin spend, story stuff. And as much as, dude, seriously, Begins in a lot, in so many ways, reset how origin stories are told. Sure. Because it was so great, but, again, they didn't have to waste, I mean, right. it yeah. opens up to... And they released, I don't know, two or three months before the movie came, the first six minutes of the film right. of the heist at the beginning, which just gets right into the movie, talking about Joker, and then you see him at the very last of that scene. And Do you think it would be 
the big movie that it was if it wasn't for what happened with Heath Ledger. Yeah, like it, absolutely. You think it would have been yeah. taken down a little I bit. I do. Yeah. I think it would have been... I think it could have been every bit as big as it was as far as yeah. box office and stuff like that. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if he would have won the award right. if he hadn't died. I think that was the one thing that skyrocketed uh, because they don't, dude, they just don't. As far as those kind of awards, they don't give them to superhero movies. They just don't. Comic book movies, video game movies, just, they don't I'm give not, awards I'm like just that not, I don't. to these kind of movies. Right, they don't. And I think if he hadn't died, he probably wouldn't have won that award. Which I know, would, I, I would have been, I would have been okay with that trade off. Quite frankly, then again, well, sure. then again, you say that, and yet everybody was praising his performance. Sure, so there's, I think he would have had, he might have gotten at least nominated for it. People thought it was good, but people really gushed over it after he died. Because like he died that, before it came out, right? Oh yeah, yeah, like it was before, it came before out. yeah, yeah. So that's that's when they made a huge deal about it. Sure, but. Uh, Either way, I mean, it's it's a great performance. It's a great His movie. His performance is amazing. And I always liked Heath Ledger before. Yeah, he was always fine. I always liked him. But, I mean, it was that movie that was just like... Sure. That's, damn. I mean, that's his best role. What did we just lose? That's definitely his best role. Sure. Um, and Rises was fine, too. And Begins was good. Rises, to me, is the weakest of the three, but it's still great. I, I like all three of them, personally. Um, I have a hard time calling either of the, any of them weak because I feel like they're all great. I, 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 I also like, feel like I, you can very easily see how the Joker could have fit into that storyline and sure. causing the mayhem around the city while all of the other stuff kind of happens as it did. Well, think about how great that movie could have been with not only Bane, but Joker as well. Yes. Right. And, it could have uh, been amazing. Rawls kind of daughter. what we were just saying. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm- laughs> all right, thanks. I was adding in with Bane, not... Right. Obviously, right. Bane was probably not going to be in this film originally. No, that's what I was saying. Is I, I feel like you can see yeah. that he could have very easily stepped into the to, to most of the storyline they'd already created. Yeah. But he's the guy that kind of just helps yep. create the madness in the city. You don't think Bane would have been in time. there? I don't know. I, I think it could have been both. Maybe it, as much maligned as that character was by the the uh, Batman and Robin. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think yeah, they turned around and made it a good they character. Did a, they they did the real Bane did. in this, though. But I, but I think the stupid if, Bane. They did Batman. And I Robin. think they probably would have capitalized more on Joker on Heath Ledger if he had possibly remained alive. They would possibly then involve a possibly stupid character. It like does Bane. suck. One of the biggest thing, and I remember the first time I watched it, almost just feeling like just the gut punch is he says one of his almost. I think it's almost one of his last lines. It's not his last line, but one of his last lines is, you know, it's almost as if we were meant to do this forever, mm-hmm. and it's just oh. Man, I wish wish we could wish we could do it at least one more movie. That would have been right. nice. So, well, but, I think they wrapped the whole thing up pretty nice. They did a great job. They did a great job with it. Um, and I think every, every one of the films has a really some really weak moments, but uh, sure. as, a, as a whole movie, they really really stand Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Let's talk about the weak moment in this movie. I think everybody who has ever watched this movie. I don't know that anyone has defended the cell phone technology. I know it was that, yes. fine in the begin in the beginning in kind of the middle where he goes right. to the to the Chinese thing to rest to to pull the one dude away, yeah. Chen I think is his name, <laughs> uh, to get him back to Gotham so that they can get information out of him on the mob stuff. Right, but um, at the end when it's used as essentially sonar for the entire city in order to help yeah. locate Joker. Yeah, that's goofy. That was. It was just in a movie full of amazing ideas. It was a terrible idea. Yeah, it was. It was just terrible. And I, honestly, as good as Aaron Eckhart was, as Harvey Dent, I yes. thought I thought it was actually a weak point in that it went too long. Like they went to that that whole bit at the end. 
I didn't feel like needed to be tacked on the movie at all. Like we didn't need to resolve his story in that movie. I thought it made the film a little bit weaker as a result. I, I, you're talking about essentially where he gets killed. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> good Lord. A movie from 08. I, uh, I agree. I, I was disappointed that it feels like we barely, you know, it felt like not to, two faces I, barely I, in the it. The last and, thing I'd want to yeah. do is equate this movie to this movie to Spider-Man three. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you had venom in the movie for like 10 seconds before yeah. venom is and dead. An extremely weak version. Right. Like, and, yeah. But I mean, it felt kind of like that. Like yeah. we barely had we a villain explore the character. Before, yeah. yeah. I mean, that I, was I really, when I was really, when I, when I, I remember when I was watching, I was hoping that they were going to set Aaron Eckhart, uh, Eckhart up as the main villain, or at least one of the main villains for part three. Yeah, and right. there was absolutely almost nothing going yeah. into the movie about Two-Face's role in barely, the movie. Barely in the very beginning. They kept it so hidden, and they didn't put it in any of the trailers. It yeah. was very, very, like, they very, very kept it under wraps. Well, but he, I don't know. I, on the one hand, I, yes, I agree with you. On the other hand... I think the way they did it was beautiful. Like, yeah. he takes the fall for everything. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. that Gotham's White Knight can stay. I just, it's it's my main complaint with all superhero movies. Maybe not all of them, but most of them it feels like, that they end up killing the villain. And we see this yeah. time and time again. And Yeah, a lot of... A lot if of you're going to establish a franchise... In this, unfortunately, in this franchise, in this specific movie, they killed the wrong villain. Like, right. if you're going to kill somebody, kill the guy that can't come back anymore. I mean, right. doesn't unfortunately... That, doesn't that happen in every Iron Man movie that he ends up killing? Like I think he killed every villain in that one, right? Yeah. Uh, I think so. You never get that rivalry set up again like no. you, the 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 anticipation of seeing not all of them are again. like that obviously that x-men x-men is not like that at all because magneto is uh, always around goblin yeah. got killed i guess Gob- but yeah gobby yeah then he had young goblin come after him but yeah um and did they kill uh i can't even remember now but all Melina, the i can't the whatever yeah he died was. at the end yeah okay Who, what well, are you yeah, talking about spider-man 2 oh uh, doc ock yeah uh, all the Batman, Dog, yeah. the the previous Batman well, movies, they always killed somebody. Well, I guess uh, everybody but Catwoman. Rid- well, Riddler did, it was ended up in the asylum, but right. I would say you end up with a dead villain more often than not. Yes, oh, yeah. you do. You're right, and I think it makes and that's it's weak, disappointing. Yeah, usually because that's not Extremely. that doesn't have to be the end victory. Yeah, it, it doesn't. You can put them in jail. I thought and, we had Arkham Asylum, so the villain. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. exactly. No kidding. Yeah. So so, so ratings. So anyway, one ratings. more thing. Wait, wait, before we get to that. Oh. The one thing I remember talking to my brother about r- immediately after it happened was, uh, well, lots of things, but the the bat bike, whatever it's called in the movie. The tumbler? But yeah. are you serious? No, no. That's the oh, tumbler wait, that's is the a vehicle. Thing. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. I don't know what the miniaturized bike version is called, but... Tumbler Jr. The end scene Have is tumbler. of him driving away with it with his cape in the wind as, as um, not Edward Norton. Wow. What's his name? Commissioner okay. Gordon? Not, not quite Commissioner Gordon. Oh, maybe he's Commissioner at the end. Yeah, but what's his name? It doesn't matter. Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. He's talking about him. And the whole... Re- me and my brother had uh, had kind of talked about the only reason that the bike existed was so that they could show you know him on a modern day, like horse riding off <laughs> into the distance type thing. So great. Yeah, Just which the, there's nothing wrong with that. The design of the movie is so beautiful. Other than the, you know, the sonar thing, that kind of sucked. But right. other than that, it's freaking fantastic. And still a great, as the only person here who watched it recently, great, great, recently. great watch. Well, when they do the inevitable reboot, with, well, they're, they're already doing it, I guess, with Ben Affleck as, right. as Batman. Not not with a Batman movie yet. Yeah, but do you want to see another Joker anytime soon? Because I feel like that's the inevitable... That's the biggest Batman villain. 
of all I know, time. But I would so they're going to bring him back. I would, re- I would like to see... There's a, so many Batman villains that they didn't touch in this trilogy, though, that they could easily bring Penguin. in. Penguin, Penguin easily. Riddler uh, wasn't in this one. Riddler, you can do a much better Penguin than Tim And a much Riddler. better Riddler. Absolutely. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Really, both of them. Riddler would be awesome if you make him really demented like the I Joker. I mean, just like, going off right. previous in, Batman movies, Poison Ivy, uh, she could Freeze. Be better. It, depends, it depends. Are you going to get more? All of them could be better. Is it going to get into the more fantastic realm of Batman, like Poison Ivy and Freeze, or are you going depends. to say more realistic? Are like, they going to hand it over to Joel Schumacher again? Well, you got to think. I think we're going to go into the more fantastic realm since we're getting sure. into a Superman now. Since they're blending worlds. Maybe. I think they're going to go a little more out there. I hope it doesn't turn into Nipple Batman again. How about a nice Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn would be awesome. It's a good one, too. Awesome one to be it's a good one too. I, actually, you know, you bring that up. That would have been a perfect since they, since Ledger obviously died and they couldn't get the Joker. Right. If they had had, instead of Raza Ghoul's daughter, have Harley Quinn yeah, with that Bane. Been that, that would have been a twist, but yeah. Yeah, but at least you get a touch of the Joker and you yeah. get somebody that somewhat acts like Heath Ledger. That way you're at least honoring that previous character and... You have the chaos that that type of character brings. Not a bad sure. idea. I think that might have been a better than the lame Maybe. Talia al Ghul. It was okay, but yeah. I don't not, know. She brought back that. the brought back the first movie. I didn't hate much. it. She anymore, did anywhere as much as you did. Obviously, I, I yeah. just obviously the Joker is a much more dynamic, energy filled presence on screen. Absolutely. And, and, well, an interesting you only have anyway. to stand her as the bad guy for like five yeah, or ten true. minutes. So, and I just yeah, I didn't as a trilogy as a whole. Having Ra's al Ghul in the realistic world seemed kind of different to me anyway, since he's, you know, a lot of times in the comics, forever. he's supposed to live forever yeah. with the pool and all that. Right. Like, that that would almost fit more in this new world. But yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess we're supposed to be reviewing The Dark Knight specifically. Yeah. And so, so, Thomas, yes. you brought this film, so obviously you uh, think it's Double Flames. Without even much consideration, yes. Double Flames. Mark. All the way around. Dustin. Go ahead. I asked you first. Uh, yeah, despite the weaknesses in the movie, uh, in the... The, the end third of the movie. I love Heath Ledger because he reminded me... He was like a nice, perfect blend of Cesar Romero from the 60s Batman series and Jack Nicholson. I thought he was a great... It's a good way of putting it. ...great blend of the two. And somehow so much creepier than either. Yeah, and, well, the whole... The pencil trick was like one of the funnest, like... It combined the comedy mm-hmm. with the just twistedness that well, just the, was amazing. The motions he added with his mouth and sure. with, the, the, with the scar. It always, yeah, sure. and he was so dirty. And, and just made up shit about the scars and stuff. Yeah. Just yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, just, just based on Heath Ledger's performance alone, he, he was just a magnetic presence. So I absolutely give it two, thumb, two flaming thumbs up. I'll give it two flaming thumbs up also, and not just because of that. I think the overall movie was well, okay. actually awesome. That's true. I was um, on my part. Heath Ledger was really, I mean, he was a great different type of Joker, mm-hmm. which was really nice to see. It was a much more realistic Joker. He didn't fall in a vat of chemicals. And, That's why I don't want to see another all that one. Stuff, I don't you know? want to see another Joker for a while. Um, it would be nice if we didn't. Yeah. One thing that I feel like we didn't hit on uh, that was talked about a lot is in this movie, as opposed to the last movie, for whatever reason, as a negative for this movie, mm-hmm. it, it, they turn uh, like, and I don't know if it was directing or what, but... Heath Ledger's voice became so much more overdramatic in the Batman voice, and it kind of got a little stupid. You mean Christian oh, Bale? Like instead of, yes. Oh, did I say Heath Ledger? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Christian Bale's voice as Batman got a little bit more ridiculous, mm. like it was always it had too many lines grunt as screaming. Yes, yeah. I agree. But still, going back to Dark Knight, I would say Christian Bale being obviously my favorite Batman I've seen on screen. Absolutely. Um, I think they picked the best Alfred they could have picked. I think they picked oh one God. of the best Commissioner Gordons they could have picked. Absolutely. I think casting all across the board was great. The yeah. way that they developed uh, Commissioner Gordon's storyline was good. Yep. Going from cop to actual commissioner. 
Um, so, and I didn't have a problem with Aaron Eckhart. I thought he was pretty good two face in general too. Um, the weakest parts of this, unfortunately, were were the ladies. In Rachel. my opinion, the Rachel character was kind of weak in both of the first ones. In my opinion, Agreed. either actress. Agreed. Um, but I, I love that, the one of my favorite parts in rewatching this is the Joker walking up and I'm well, hello, beautiful, and yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> no, that yeah, no, <laughs> yes. but uh, yeah, and, and I just love Batman in general anyway. So um, obviously, no, this is no, 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 one of my no. all time favorites. So yeah, two thumbs up. Look at that, two flaming thumbs. First up, submission yes. is into the Hall of Fame. It's exciting. It is indeed. I think we're all excited that uh, throwing open the doors to the uh, Justin Bieber. Uh, Justin Stop Bieber it. Is not involved in it. <laughs> Stop it. I protest that. I do too. Although Thank I you. Kind of hope he dies. <laughs> then he makes the double dead. And he won't make the double dead. <laughs> we'll talk about another character we hope we hope dies in the uh, TV reviews. All right, let's do Coming that awesome. on the other side. Coming up on the other side, we'll talk about the Justified and Walking Dead and House of Cards. That's what I love about these thumbs of fury guys, man. I get older. They stay the same age. Ah ha 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 ha. Hi, I'm small business owner Adam Carolla. I'm standing in my studio. I built this studio. Actually, we all kind of built this studio because you guys supported me and my podcast and we started a nice small business with a handful of friendly employees who aim to please. Unfortunately, they're guys called patent trolls. What do they do? Honestly, I still don't know. They buy up patents, and then they use them to get money out of businesses. And in this case, a podcast, a small podcast. Well, normally, people settle up with these guys because it's so expensive to fight these guys in court. Well, guess what? We're going to circle the wagons, band together, and come out throwing punches. Here's my plan. We all band together, all the podcasts, because remember, if I go down, well, then your favorite podcast is going down next, and we're going to all fall like dominoes. But if we all unify and stand and fight together, we can beat the trolls. But we can't do it alone. We need your support. Go to fundanything.com forward slash patent troll Let's smash the trolls. Zombies are swarming. Wow. What's wrong with you? It's quite a quite a swarm. I don't feel like the zombies are that <laughs> goofy. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so here we are back again at Walking Dead, and uh, it's are an we? episode called Us. Oh, really? Yeah, Was that the name are. of it? That's amazing. It is the next to last episode for the season. Have you seen it? I yes, I have, right. I watched everything for this week, unlike you dudes. 
Hey, I watch most everything. I've seen everything we're doing this week. Yes, I've seen everything we've done this week also. That's or we're doing an accurate assessment, but not following the rules. Well, Fair enough. We like breaking the law, Thomas. <laughs> so uh, this is the second to last episode, and uh, as they've done the entire, at least in my eyes, the entire rest of the season, they're pretty much just uh, wasting time. There were a few things that really... Uh, the last episode was decent. In the last five we, minutes of this... We've talked about that. Last episode was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying most of the season, though, but yes. has been a waste. But yes, this felt like a return to, uh, and here we are again. At least they combined storylines. Just They yeah, did combine storylines. We they, see uh, Glenn and uh, his wife. What's her name? Maggie. Maggie. As Stephen King tweeted, meet back up. Tuts adorbs. <laughs> when they met up again. Did he really? Yes, he did. Oh, oh my Stephen gosh. King. <laughs> oh, Stephen. Oh, kingy king. That was kingy. the that was the probably the best part of this. Absolutely, episode, was that a long. They didn't shot. drag out the reunite the reuniting till the last episode, no. which is fine. I'm perfectly okay with that. Oh, uh, everybody getting back together? No, no, no. Which I'm assuming Maggie, everybody's going to meet at Terminus. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I assume they would so stretch seems, out the Maggie and uh, Glenn thing to the last. Did episode. Did anybody oh, yeah. watch the next week on type? No thing. Looks uh, weird. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it looks weird. But looks, we'll see what happens. It looks like they're going to tell a whole lot of things in one episode. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, what's the other part of the storyline? We find out that, I guess, Daryl, you know, we knew he was hooked up with that gang. Um, that gang is tracking Rick, apparently, because yeah. they're mad at him. You for found out in this episode, yeah. Um, could be somewhat, maybe, interesting when they go to Terminus. Probably won't be that interesting, but that's at least something going on. Won't be interesting. No, it wouldn't. Uh, we've got the guys going to... Uh, Obsessed with going to Washington D.C. and Major uh, Father Abraham and Eugene, who right. talks like a almost like Forrest Gump. Yeah, he does. Man, I mean, he he's looks very like Forrest a Gumpy. young version of uh, mulleted John uh, Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what they put on the cast. Like, can you find like a young mulleted <laughs> yes. John Lithgow he that does. talks like Forrest Gump? Yeah. Which apparently, I don't know if that's a wig or they just totally grew his hair out and dyed it or what. Cause I don't he was know, it's pretty realistic. He was in The Talking Dead and he had like short red hair. So oh, really? he obviously doesn't have that hair color. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I uh, just saw the previews for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, we have that storyline. Obviously, we've got the Glenn and Maggie storyline. Then we have the tiny, tiny bit of uh, Hot Carl and Dad and uh, Michonne walking down the With train the candy tracks. candy bar. <laughs> candy bar time. Hey, it's a candy bar win. Yeah, yeah, sorry. They're 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 competing to see who can balance on the tracks better. Wow, I'm exactly. glad we really put that on film. That was really necessary. And then we just have uh, Rick just there with big, you know, eating grin there. I like know. The <laughs> and then they keep walking, and, and that's, that's pretty the much their entire part. Carl, so glad you're eating a candy bar. <laughs> they just had they just Carl. had to get their uh, screen time so they could <laughs> be on the health insurance for the Screen Actors Guild <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, I'm sure they're so really desperate they're for that. Apparently on point. there. Yeah, um, it's awesome. But uh, well, that was a waste of film. Uh, I don't know. It was just it's a big. The Daryl thing was okay, but it wasn't that interesting. Not they at didn't. All. They didn't need. Uh, didn't need to go to his, the extent that they did. Right. His a little bit of that would have been fine. Feud with the other guy in the in the group, like it was like five minutes of that would have been fine. Interesting. Yeah. They didn't need half the episode about them. Yeah, yeah that was too much. Uh, we didn't find out what happened to Blondie Bear. No, still I'm assuming she'll uh, show up at Terminus, so, and we don't oh, know what happened to Hell's Carol. And uh, that was my question, Cuddy. Me who hadn't watched like the previous episode. Yeah, I was like, "Did Blondie Bear die?" <laughs> we only hope. I you guess still not. Seen it? No, I thought you. That was the one you liked. I just uh, no, no. The he previous episode. I guess the episode before that. I still haven't seen that one. Oh, uh, okay. Well, she was around. Was, in the... the one that was all about her and Daryl 
where it was about getting her oh, drink. Okay. I yeah, haven't seen that one yet. Well, that's not important. You never, never watch, watch it. Well, I miss that she's not around anymore, apparently. No, but that happened in the one after that. Yeah, that happened in the one after she that. She got kidnapped in that car in the, in the episode Remember before he was teaching her to shoot? Okay, maybe there's that. two episodes out of me. <laughs> so you missed, you missed the horrible episode and you missed the one good episode. Well, that one no, was, no, that I was saw okay. the good episode, the good episode was after that. Oh, okay. That was Carol right. and... Yeah, yeah, I saw the Carol episode oh. with the curls. That was awesome. Well, anyway, I thought anyway, she I got kidnapped prepped. at the end of one of the episodes. That's how Daryl's hooked up with this group. They came up I on see. him on the street. That's, that's all that. The only thing we don't know is what happened to Hello, Carol and Cuddy Terry. So, well, we know they're on the way to Terminus. Well, I guess, but we didn't see them in that. this episode. Right. So, anyways, we can even, just assume they'll be there. Do we even know what's going on in the show? <laughs> Not really. According to Chopper Dave, we, we did in that one week. Yeah, because we just don't care. Well, <laughs> that one week you and I hadn't watched it. And Mark I did was, watch it, but I was really uh, sick. So I was Mark was attention. referencing bad information, apparently. Apparently, yes. Man, it flew all over Chopper Dave. Mm-hmm. And he flew back all over us. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah, and then at the very end, they end up at uh, the actual Terminus. Chopper which is, Dave! Looks like an old tramway station. Ah! Creepy and, lady uh, is like, welcome. They meet Tashi R from Star Trek and, uh, oh, in, is that in a sweater, is? yeah. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was, the one, was uh, Rhoda from uh, Bad Santa, who was trying to make them all sandwiches. Because she said she's going to get him uh, to have a plate or whatever, you know. Yeah. Reminded me of what, that scene. some sandwiches? <laughs> Let me get you some roots. <laughs> Just reminded me of that scene for some reason. And by the way, uh, now I'm, I hope they explain this at some point, but the uh, stupidest, possibly the stupidest part of this episode was they walk up to Terminus, and it's surrounded by fences and locked gates, but they just walk up they to the walk gate. They walk right they in. They just poke straight. Un- they undo just undo the chain. Undo the chain. It's not even locked. Like, eh, yeah. we're here. I was like, is this place protected? You're just not in, interested in security at just all there, Just put your weapons down over there, okay? Yeah, just come have some roots. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's part of the ploy. It might be. It might be. They'll just Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Is, is next season supposed to be the last one? God, I hope so. No, I think Probably not. I'm sure they're planning to go seven seasons. Because they've got they've got the spinoff that's coming either next year or What's the year the spin-off after. Spinoff going to be just another group. Yeah. They're talking about making it a prequel to well, The Walking that, Dead. That could be better if it's like what happens. Uh, maybe. Yeah, but, but how long is that show going to last? <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly. How many seasons of I don't it's know. coming? Do you need? I don't know. Well, they you know they did that with Battlestar. They did Caprica, and that wasn't a big success. They tried uh, to explain yeah, how the island... first season, second yeah. season. First season. Was it first? It didn't make it through the first... uh, Okay. It made like 22 episodes in the first season, but it got canceled. Oh, okay. Anyways, they tried to do the Caprica, and uh, while... It got interesting towards the end. It wasn't it took bad. too long to get yeah. there. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad show. No, it, it should wasn't. be said, but it wasn't great. It but it didn't have the intrigue of Battlestar. No. Well, it didn't have any of the sci-fi yeah. action that the yeah, yeah it was Battle very Star. much more just a social. It was pretty much just hanging out on the planet. Kind of like how a prequel would have none of these zombie action. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it'd be kind of weird, or very, exactly. or very little, where they're like trapped in a building or something right. like that. Uh, it might be more like Helix on Sci-Fi Channel, which is so up and down and goes in and out. And I'm just like, I don't want to see Helix in the Walking oh, Dead yeah. universe. So we'll go ahead and give a random, uh, AF, uh, make a random AMC comment that the preview to Mad Men looks as obscure as any preview to Mad Men. Oh, really? looks I didn't see it. I I didn't catch it on TV. I, had to, I watched it on Amazon. Ah, okay. This morning, but uh, just a bunch P- of seventies garb. O W is that a P O W? Mm-hmm. It is. You watched yes, it on Amazon. You watched it Amazon. Yeah, you are Amazon, and you watched Amazon. it on yourself. Anyway, I don't, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't either. <laughs> so uh, I give this uh, this episode uh, gets a two thumbs sideways. It's Agreed. Just, I would it say sideways v- too because it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It, it wasn't. Was the, like, it meh. was definitely not the worst. No, the first like four or five are the worst, and this one was somewhat better. It just leaving too much for one episode. I agree. It, it Unless sucks. that episode's going to be two hours long, then 
And no. it just sucks. Like, this is the perfect... The last episode was so good. Right. Yeah. This is the perfect time to ramp up for the finale. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there was absolutely no ramp up. Not, not really. one bit at all. They didn't earn... Making some sandwiches at Terminus. This is the closest yeah. we got. Okay. That was at the very end of the movie, of the episode. So, so it wasn't that like... was the whole ramp up. I did like the song at the end, whatever that was. But other than that... I don't want to wait. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was it. Okay, well, I guess we should uh, talk about House of Cards then. in every intro. <laughs> of course. We should be in charge of making all the TV intros. Okay. We got dying cops making awkward <laughs> noises everywhere. So uh, we are talking about Chapter 19 this week. I realize that uh, some of you out there may have watched all these in one weekend. You probably did. But uh, Did we are, you? I didn't, know. Did you? No. I'm I, watching these week to I haven't week. either. Look, and this is coming from someone who watched the entire first season on a Sunday. Like well, I we know why you're not watching this back. one. Yeah. Okay, the show is still decent, but it's just not as good as it was. Yeah. It's not. And I just moved on from Kate Mara to Katy Perry's sister or something. Ah. No, that's not That's not even true. Quit well, making stuff up. Let's talk about that in the break room. Yeah. Stay tuned. That's coming on Friday. Break room dot whatever it is. Break room episode dot TV. Breakroom.tv. Breakroom dot whatever it is. Can't remember. Sweet promotion. I, I forget all the domains we've lost over the years. <laughs> Glad you know our, our websites. Uh, so this is chapter 19. This was... I don't know. Yeah, I guess they have... Whatever. It's episode 206. I don't care. I'm lost. Anyways. Whatever it is. They do it by chapter. It's chapter 19. Yeah, it's chapter. So, season 2, chapter 6. How intro goes on forever? It really is way too long. So in this one, they're dealing with an energy crisis on the heels of this uh, deal they did with Xander Fang and his, you know... Autoerotic asphyxiation deals, right? And yet another crisis that seems like possibly it was manipulated by the vice president. Possibly, how about that? Yeah, Kel Surprise. Uh, yeah. So for some reason, this episode I didn't really understand. Maybe I'd forgotten something. But why is Claire is trying Frank Underwood? <laughs> yes. <laughs> why is Kevin Spacey in this? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, for some reason, Claire is trying to manipulate the president's wife. Uh, into believing that um, what's his name's old girlfriend who is now an assistant to the first lady is trying to sleep with him that she's why is she trying to make her believe well, she what does she have the, against she Christina? tells her the truth that she's she doesn't have a thing for girls who sleep with their bosses yeah but was that the truth or was that manipulation that's the well it is the truth based on well, her it, previous history i don't I, I like you do not understand it's been too long since i watched the first one that yeah. one day obviously right. but i don't understand what she has against her yeah that's what i was trying to figure out yes it is a manipulation it's not the real story behind it but it is yeah. a truth she was sleeping maybe with, just uh, no no it's, that's what's true name? Yes. maybe it's just another nervous thing about having somebody tied to that whole event around maybe. I, I mean i would assume that maybe. i would assume claire oh, knows about it that's a good point that but probably is what exactly it just what felt it like is. it kind of came out of nowhere i feel like they maybe should have talked maybe Frank, sorry, makes a Frank. Um, Frank makes a Frank statement to <laughs> Claire, or at least some subtle comment, at least. Frank, um, that about this whole thing, but they don't even give that, and it just kind of felt like truly it Frank came statement. out of left field in some ways. I feel like Dustin's on the right track, like that she probably knows the truth, and she doesn't want. Probably. Obviously, that's a vulnerable position. 
I just wish they'd add a bit of a just a, one connecting piece of dialogue was all they. And needed. it is a little ridiculous that as much as she prompts her to say, well, just say you're willing to do anything, mm-hmm. right? But she actually uses those words, like she actually goes the extra. It's kind yeah. of stupid, like because yes, maybe you're prompted to do that, but you're not actually gonna like say, well, yes, but really, anything, cream. <laughs> like, you're just not gonna say that, yeah. right? Uh, we get a reappearance by headphones girl from the train, and. Uh, what uh, what's her name? Uh, Rachel is going to see going to church with this girl Lisa. It's not no. really church, is it? It's like a. Well, that's what they call. She it, calls it church. It church I play but it's like a, with the train rain. It looks like just babysitting while maybe other people are in church or something like well, that. Maybe maybe that's what it was. But she says she's been going to church. They're still into Jeebus and everything, though. Yeah, of course. And Doug Stamper during the time at least. Doug Stamper uh, basically locks that down and says, "No, you're not going to church." Trying to you know continue to have his domination to dominate her fantasy, even though she. Vaguely, or you know, in a fake way, comes on him at the end, and he pushes her away. Barely, he's obviously having some sort of inner conflict, but doesn't care that he's ruining her life. Right. Which I, I still like that storyline quite a bit, just because it's very, very demented. Yeah. And very <laughs> they, they need to do something with it, but yeah, yeah, they do. They need to do something with it quickly. Person. I hope that I hope this is not stretched out over the. I believe it is. We'll see. People that have I really kind of thought we were coming to a head right there. You know, no pun yeah. intended. Uh, I really kind of thought that I thought we were getting some Stockholm syndrome. Things or something. were, yeah, ah! things were going to happen. But yeah. then she made it very plain that she was kind of using him a little bit there. I mm-hmm. know when guys are into me or whatever she said. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, we get some hot uh, Remy action in this one. We takes off uh, the guy from forty four hundred. Takes some, off his uh, shirt and gets all ruffly and muscly. And let's say some uh, some hot Remy on uh, the speaker of the house. Or the whip she is. is she the whip? I thought I think she's the yeah whip. she's the whip. Okay, she took Underwood's place. That was the whole Who's the speaker. Somebody else's speaker. Your mom. Yeah, somebody else's speaker. Okay, I thought he was the speaker for some reason. Anyway, all right, it's Kevin. No, Spacey. you thought Remy was the I thought speaker. Kev- no, I thought Kevin Spacey was before. He was, the, he was whip. the whip. Okay, yeah. So, right. anyways, uh, whip and Remy get together to bump some booties after having some drinks at a bar and talk about legislation with putting pressure on Tusk. Nothing gets one going like hot legislation talk. <laughs> you want to sign... Bumping booties. You want to sign my bill? <laughs> Give me old John Hancock. Oh, my God. They put how Bill comes a law from the, whatever that uh, kid's show was. The, yeah. Can't even think of the name of it now. Sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, they throw on the Schoolhouse yeah. Rock. How Bill comes along. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's that's their background. And their booty bumping. As, there. They're, as they're making no, as they're making love. <laughs> that's you said what's bump of booties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how they make love. They, <laughs> they should have left all that in. Would have been quite a quite a bit uh, quite a bit more amusing. Yeah, if they interlock their butt cheeks together. <laughs> God, <laughs> they rub them back. Jeez. What's wrong with you? Schoolhouse Rock is playing. With a bill between them or what? Sure. Starts out at a bill at the top and comes yeah. out a law on the bottom. I think I think we have the porn ripoff in the making right here. House of... I think we have some season three ideas for if them. If only we wrote porn. Uh, if only. We, there's still time, Thomas. Yeah, we, we could. could. Uh, we have a new career. Perhaps our third podcast. What an aspiration porn. to have. <laughs> I hope to one... No, never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Go ahead. Come on. No. Not so. Uh, despite the fact that uh, Remy and Whip are, uh, have the booty bump in legislation time, uh, Whip tells them that uh, no matter what Don't happened there, that. that outside this room, they are still essentially uh, in opposition to each other and exactly. there's no loyalty. And he gives her some longing looks and she gives him some longing looks and then she walks out. It's like, you're not out the door yet. And then she's like, yeah, I am. And then took off. See Watch me. Some tense stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was super intense. <laughs> and then in the main storyline with Frank and Tusk uh, and the lame president. Yeah. Um, it's like the worst president he's con- ever. Yeah. Underwood's continuing to ruled by emotion and, on yes. who's, who's being mean to me the most. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So crazy. He manipulates Tusk to eventually sh- uh, one or two actions. Underwood manipulates yeah. Tusk. Manipulates Tusk, and he ends up shutting off the power stations in Baltimore and D.C., and that, of course, because the series of deals they make, it ends up making the president look worse. So, well, Major Dad also says that there's yes. reasons for doing that. Yeah, Tusk ma- is ma- ma- Major Dad figures out one. Major Dad Tusk, if you got to say it, <laughs> let's not confuse. Major everybody. Dad Tusk figures out that he was actually still upset about the Secretary of State job, which is the very first episode of season one. Right. So then he figures it out very quickly, and then uh, Frank essentially just pushes him out the door. Pretty and much. Then we have the other storyline. That I was teasing about somebody I wanted to see die. We mm-hmm. have the guy from, uh, from oh, Baltimore, yeah. uh, or whatever the paper was. Yeah, yes. that's now in prison. That looks dirtier than ever, of course. Uh, Lucas. Yeah, Lucas, who probably didn't shower in real life for about yeah. ten weeks, <laughs> and uh, have his whole storyline with everybody kind of turning on him and not really wanting to support him, except for his one old chief who actually goes and. Uh, Underwood, some for some reason, decides to talk to him and talk about how ridiculous oh, yeah. he in is. In fairness, they're not turning on him. They're Obviously, well, they don't very want any realistic it, so about get, the situation. Right, they don't want to be arrested like him. Yeah, yeah. And I was hoping that blood that got spit on him was uh, HIV infested, <laughs> so he just died. It's taking a while for him to die. There's That's still, true. There's still time yet. Maybe it'd be a horrible death. Yeah. First that of would, all, uh, do you know how HIV works? I Second can't stand of all, that guy. why are you such a horrible person? I hate that guy. He's the worst character he is, ever. He is annoying. I wish he yeah. would have been pushed in front of a train. Yes, I, I do too. Well, if that was the option versus who did, then yes. Obviously, I wish that, too. If they could have smashed Kate Mara's character's smarminess in front of a train yeah. and then push him actually in front of a train. Yeah, that would have worked. Or maybe perhaps that might have taken her down a notch to make her where she wasn't so smarmy. That would have been better. Yeah, he could have killed him instead and said, look yeah. what I can do to your friends and, put yeah, her a little and bit, try to put her put in her, her, oh, We talked about yeah, that would have been her place. so much better. Yeah. Sure. And he would have died, which would have been awesome. Yeah, his grease would have been spread across the tracks. <laughs> the train would have derailed. He <laughs> does look kind of greasy. And then 800 people die in a train derailment from his grease. Exactly. But Kate Mara is still alive yeah. in this scenario, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. And Frank Wonder- Underwood, Wonderwood. <laughs> Frank Wonderwood. <laughs> There's your leading porn actor name, Frank Wonderwood. <laughs> exactly. Is <laughs> left to twist his mustaches and walk away. Right. Maybe though he doesn't have one. Frank Wonderwood. <laughs> Man, we've got a whole new career burgeoning here. Man. Just like the one of my pants. Let's, uh, let's right into... Can we kill that the, guy in the porno that I'm in? <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the company that does all the spoofs? Uh, I don't know. That sounds like Brick Room Talk, sir. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. It's a little vulgar. Excuse me. It's not vulgar to mention who does it. Vivid Junior. Vivid, yes. They're the ones that always want to hire like actual celebrities to do stuff. They're the ones that did Nail and Pale. We need to write into them to. Oh, I don't know what movies they did. I'm just saying, we need to write in a script for them. (laughs) Send it in with Frank Wonderwood. Frank Wonderwood. House of Beep. Yeah. Starring Frank Wonderwood. Uh, uh, still, oh, good and Ron Jeremy can play. We carry the awesome text messaging over to the, yeah, exactly. the movie. Ron Jeremy can play the greasy reporter. That guy seems a little old to fill that part. Yeah, but he he fulfills the grease quota. Yeah, he does. It's probably true. So uh, this episode, uh, uh, two thumbs sideways. I'm just not. I just wasn't really feeling it this episode. I'll give it. I'll give it one thumb up, one thumb sideways. It was okay. I agree with Thomas. I think it was decent. 
It was a little better than medium. It moved the story along a lot, or moved the story along on top of being somewhat interesting. I do like like the fact that they, I'm hoping this puts a cap on uh, Greasy. I will say they spend a lot of time talking about Kevin Spacey's former baseball situation. Yeah. And yet, and then all the power goes out. He, he can't throw throws again. like the wor- like that's the most un untaught throwing style ever in the history of it. Like he doesn't even wind his like he just doesn't throw he's his got, arm. He just like flicks he's got it. T Rex yeah. arm throwing it's crazy. Yes, exactly. He throws like a T Rex. That's so why the ball weird. went up and hit him on the head. <laughs> exactly, which was kind of funny. His accent gets to me every once in a while. He talks yeah. like Foghorn Leghorn. It seems I say, I say, I say. so fake. It's not quite Phoebe from uh, <laughs> Phoebe Grove from Justified, but it's not a lot better sometimes. It's better than that, it's, for sure. It seems Pretty, super contrived. It's yeah. very Foghorn Leghorn. It is. Huh? It's very Foghorn Leghorn. It is contrived. I don't know what that means. You know from Looney Tunes? The big rooster? I say, I say. I say, oh, I say. Oh. It's not quite that bad. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you ever said was I say, I say. <laughs> I do declare. I say. I say. Saying it back to back. But it's a little. It's a little tough to take. It seems forced sometimes. That I'm just like, can oh, they be totally. a little bit more subtle about his yeah. accent? Can you give me a recap of one thing from the first season? What was the knocking on the desk? What did that mean again? Remember Kevin Spacey? It was his way of ending that? the conversation. Okay, that's just it's that's like just his little thing to take off. His signature move. Yeah, I didn't remember that at all. That is a direct steal from West Wing. Actually, oh, is really? It? Yeah. Complete steal from West Wing. That's what the president did from West Wing. From Charlie Martin Sheen, Sheen did. Martin Sheen. Oh. Charlie Sheen was not in West Wing. Milo Estevez. Martin yeah. Sheen's character. Carlos Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, I guess let's get right into Justified and wrap it all up. So we're not ever going to be able to get through an intro again without <laughs> in the Walden scream constantly. Of course not. Well, we've established a precedent here, so right. Okay, we need to download the the second attempt at that scream just so that we can play that every once in a while. Mark has it. Okay. I have it somewhere. Well, we need to get that. All right. So justified. Uh, how many more episodes? Of this do we have? Two more? Or one? Uh, more? Three. Three more. Yeah, because okay. this is episode so ten. This is wait. This is okay. Mark's least favorite show on TV right now because they don't for- focus enough on Raylan. <laughs> I would disagree on this episode, but go ahead. I would no, disagree as well. I would well, disagree all the time. I think this ep- this season's been pretty great. Well, just even focusing on Raylan, I think. <laughs> I feel yeah, like this might be yeah, their weakest right. season, though. Say that again. I feel like this has been their weakest season so far. Whoa! <laughs> Mark that. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard to compare. Like it's hard to contrast because I can't remember right off the top. This is season five, right? Mm-hmm. And last season, like, what was the... 16. Full bad... Like, who was the bad guy in that season? It was Last Detroit? year was the Mafia, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The Mafia. So the season before that, that was, it the, was the... The white-haired dude, right? Or the blonde-haired guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from Minority Report, because that's yeah. all I ever remember him from. The season before that was the uh, the guy that has the barbecue joint, right? Yes. Yeah. The, the... Whatever the guy's The guy who is. chops... Wait a minute. Yeah, he comes in a play in the last season. I think he started Limehouse. Limehouse. Yeah, Limehouse. I think he started in season three, and he was in oh, okay. season four also. Yeah, he was also. Yeah. Okay. He might have even started yeah. in season two with what's her face with Max mm, with Max a and the Hollers. Bit, but not much. Yeah, I think yeah. he wasn't a little busy. I I actually missed him quite a bit this season. Yeah. So speaking of season two, we get a return of uh, 
Dickie Bennett? Dickie. Dickie in this episode, sure. Making a, an appearance to try to, well, Dewey wants his help in trying to sell the heroin that he's doesn't stolen. Really, doesn't really work. From Phoebe Crow. And uh, yeah, it d- doesn't work at all. It ends up getting stolen from him. Right. I like how nobody can pay attention. Nobody can keep up with all the names for everybody because yeah. it took me, what, eight episodes to figure out that Phoebe Crow was not his name? <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I think this was enough of uh, of Dickie. I he's kind he can be kind of a beating. He was kind of a beat beating a lost, but I feel like in we got he was so much a loss though. Yeah, but it's just like the way he makes his motions. I think it's always kind of great. Yeah, look kind of spazzy. Yeah, sounded and talking kind of like that. Is there like an exaggerated Jeff Goldblum or something? Yeah, he's always like that. Yeah, that actor. Yeah, he's just a hick version in this. Yeah, he was the normal version in Lost. Exactly, he was a science version in Lost. So, uh, yeah, Dewey gets screwed out of his heroin after he tries to screw Phoebe and uh, Boyd out of their heroin. Phoebe but, uh, and work Phoebe and, brother. Yeah, Phoebe's brother. What Danny. His name is Danny. Yeah. yeah. Which, <laughs> Phoebe and who cares anymore now? Yeah. Yeah, and that was a that was a great ending. I Totally unexpected. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I loved that because it was so unexpected. You expect that, uh, Ray, that. Raylan's going to take him down, but... Uh, he got pretty he great. Himself down. Taken out I by his own I didn't realize knife. that the 20-foot rule up until that point was... You can't draw on me till I run at you with my knife. I yeah. thought it was he was going to throw the knife at him and hit him before he could draw. That's oh. what I thought it was. So was that like some kind of martial reg or something? You can't shoot somebody unless they're 20 feet or no, something? No, but he had said multiple times. Uh, you can't he draw fast said, enough. Yeah, okay. He had said multiple times, oh, is it, you know, indicating the 21 or 20 foot rule or whatever right. it was. Basically, I thought he was talking about he can throw faster than you can draw. Gotcha. Not he can charge at you before you can get it out. And a small side note, it does sound like Miller got hit in the flask because they said something yeah. about him being in the hospital. Yeah, he's, so. he's alive. There, there you go. So. There you go. We were right. <laughs> he can come back. I hope he does come back. That would be awesome. That would be totally awesome. Okay. That's not the only option. He didn't just get hit in the flask because he's... That's what happened. Yes, it does sound That's like he's alive. okay. Uh, Phoebe finally found out that uh, John Baptiste uh, was killed by Danny. Right. And, and didn't really, other than punching him, him, didn't really, yeah, didn't really uh, do much. It's kind of sorry. Yeah. It's the kind of friend you want. And then uh, we saw Phoebe and Kendall uh, share some blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they cut their palms and smashed, really, smashed really the blood weird. together. Right. Really Which, weird. as Crystal pointed out, they're already blood. So right. why do they need to smash why them? They're already related by blood. Right. Yeah. You don't need double blood. Why do we need to combine unless he's trying to pass on something? Kendall, let's double blood it. <laughs> God, his accent is so terrible. So right terrible. Right, Boyd and Kendall. Let's wait till this episode of The Break Room and Mark does the entire episode as Phoebe Crow. Slash Dickie. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you switch oh, characters all the time. Whale <laughs> well, Dustin. What are we going to talk about? It's going to be a really compelling episode. <laughs> I'll do it as him and you do it yeah. as Phoebe. And yeah, there Was we go. it this episode where Ava... Basically tells Boyd that yep. she doesn't want to be with him She's anymore. Done. That She's didn't done. Happen. She's done. She tried to turn. Well, she wasn't going to turn on her protector woman or yeah. whatever. The, and head then of the, the head of the drug clan. And then she ended up going Which, after her. Yeah, but that didn't make much sense because she knew she, in being in the chapel, she knew it was going to happen. Mother Superior did. Right. Ava obviously comes in. She knows it's going to happen. Ava then says, I'm not going to do this. But then she attacks her anyways just because she has a shiv. Yeah, it was a that didn't. Ma- that was kind of well, dumb. Well, it was from the shiv before. 
Well, yeah, coming but, at okay, me in the but, toilet or whatever. But even so, even so, that was kind of dumb hey, on her part. Why yeah. didn't she wait until yeah. Ava would have been unexpected? I mean, it could be the whole... Oh, that's not cool. If people know about it, then they'll think you can be taken advantage of in the joint. If well, they, she knew that she had a shiv with her, so like you say, how about not? How about doing it when she she's didn't like expect unarmed? She's and, yeah. not, yeah. 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 There is that, but whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah, and how's uh, Ava going to get heroin into the prison now? <gasps> what do you mean? Well, isn't she still supposed to be getting heroin for? Oh, you for mean the prison? through Boyd? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was that was an interesting thing. I don't understand how why she blew I, that up. I guess she doesn't have to be connected to Boyd in order for the nurse who mm-hmm. has the who is basically going to help smuggle it in. Yeah. to get it from Boyd. I guess. Well, and essentially, she him, was though? saying when she was cutting him off, she was saying what she has to do to stay to be in there mm-hmm. to survive in there was something that was going to keep her in there longer, no matter okay. what he did. That's what she was saying. Right. Like, in order to stay safe, she had to kill that lady, which means she's not getting out no matter what Boyd does, because she's now murdered somebody inside. Yeah. So that's, and, what I, that's what I really thought that was. Well, and the other thing with Boyd was he, try, he was trying to frame the tiny guard, Danny Strong. Sure. Or, not, or trying to get him to admit to framing Ava. Sure. And, and he, he wouldn't, wouldn't do it. And he claimed right. he loved her, which I thought was weird. Thing. Right. Yeah, that like, was why would Boyd weird. even believe that? Why didn't he just go ahead and... Why did he care? He let him, why did he let him go? Right. And why would he care if the if if Danny's trying Because love can't change your mind. That was, just, that was weird. I, I, the whole episode was kind of... Had some really left-field moments that didn't really make sense. It wasn't the greatest episode but this season, for sure. it also had some great moments. Because you got to see the thing with Danny, and you got some great real moments. That and, Danny thing was pretty awesome. And the continued antagonism between Art and, and it was Raylan. Like, it was a focus on Raylan, so you probably liked it. I did like it a lot more, yeah. <laughs> uh, because of that, I give... Because, yes, it focused more on Raylan. I thought it was a much more compelling episode. Thumb up and thumb sideways on this one. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there, too. I'll give it two thumbs up. I liked it. Ooh. P-O-W. Isn't it? Way to go, Dustin. <laughs> Way to go. Dustin. Way to go. Like it's some kind of a... <laughs> Way to give it a thumbs up. Reward. <laughs> Way to manipulate your hands. <laughs> out, right. go, out, out, go, out. Four six nine six six five nine eight two seven. That's where you can call us and leave a voicemail about anything we talked about this week. Also, Hey, uh, definitely let us know about our uh, Double Dead Hall of Fame. Uh, double Flame Hall of Fame? No. Double Flame Hall of Fame. Yeah, double Dead Hall of Fame. Yeah, let us know about the right Hall of Fame. That we <laughs> Double did. Dead yeah. Flame Hall let of Fame. Let us know your thoughts. Call in. Tell us what you think. If you think we're different or if we were wrong, tell, tell us. us. <laughs> tell us if you think we're different. <laughs> tell us. You guys are different. I might have had a little bit to drink. Break room, uh, is it Break Room Show at Gmail? Break room show at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, you I can. I remembered something. If you have any suggestions of uh, possible kind of. entrance into the Double Flame Hall of Fame, maybe, maybe we'll take those. Yeah, uh, probably won't. Absolutely. But go ahead and submit them anyway. But you can uh, call us there. You can Skype us. We are Break Room on the Skype. You can leave a voicemail there. And you can also always email us a voicemail by recording it on your phone and emailing it. Uh, that's what some others have done over the time. So the break room was uh, don't forget to uh, tell a friend. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to go to iTunes, leave us a rating. This isn't the break room. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Uh, you can find everything related to the show at thumbsofury.com or facebook.com slash break room show. And don't forget popsandgood.net for all your entertainment needs. Out go out gasoline high five. Next week we are going to be covering that's really weird sentence and pronunciation I've got going. I'm talking kind of like Phoebe Crow, <laughs> y'all. You're I getting say, into I say, prepping. I say. You're prepping for the next. You're episode. getting into character. I say. I do declare. Out go out gasoline <laughs> high five. We will be talking about Darren Aronofsky's Noah. 
Now I'm just kind of turning into a Southern Queen. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Here. How y'all doing? <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> All is right. it going to be crazy? Is it going to be terrible or is it going to be decent? I'll go out. Gasoline. I'll go out. High five. I'll go out. I'll go out. <laughs> Out, go out, get- Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you.